Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for October 21st, 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled God is Faithful, and then I'm teaching a series inside of the series. But I want you to know that God is faithful. First of all, that he is faithful. He loves you with an unconditional love. He's committed to you. He made plans for you from the foundations of the world. Uh, he's already done things for you. That he's already done more for you that, that you could ever do for him. If he never did another thing, he's already done enough for you to give God praise all the days of your life. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, the name of the Lord is worthy to be praised. And so you should praise him every day. Get up every morning with the praise on your lips. Get up every morning giving God praise for the things that he has done. His mercies towards you or new every morning. I want you to know that God is faithful. All right, so that said, now let's get into the word for this morning. I told you that I'm teaching a series inside of the series called We Can Withstand and Overcome Anything. This is part 27. The title of today's message is The Outer Man versus The Inner Man. There's a, we have an outer man and we have an inner man, and we're going to talk about both today. And I'm still just kind of laying the foundation, laying the groundwork. So in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, we've been looking at this for a while, beginning at verse 1. The Bible says, now it's because of God's mercy that we have been entrusted with the privilege of this new covenant ministry. And we will not quit or faint with weariness. Verse 7, we are like common clay jars that carry around this glorious treasure on the inside. We're the container. God is the content. And this is so that the immeasurable power that is released through our lives can be seen as God's and not ours. Verse 8, though we experience every kind of pressure, guess what? We're not crushed. At times, we don't even know what to do. But we know this, quitting is not an option. Verse 9, we are persecuted by others, but God has not forsaken us. We may be knocked down, but we're not knocked out. We continually share in the death of Jesus in our own bodies. But this is so that the life of Jesus can be revealed or seen through our own bodies. We consider living to mean that we are constantly being handed over to death for Jesus' sake. But this is so that the power of God can be manifested through our humanity. So that death is at work in us. But you know what? It's releasing life in you. We have the same spirit of faith that's described in the scriptures where they said, well, first I believe, then I spoke in faith. Well, guess what? We also believe, then we speak in faith. So no wonder we don't give up. This is where we are right now, verse 16. For even though our outward man or outer person is gradually wearing out, we have an inner person or inner man that is being renewed every single day. That's where I'm at right now, verse 16, verse 17. We view our slight short-lived troubles we, we view these challenges that we face within the context or the perspective of eternity. We view our difficulties as the substance that is producing for us an eternal weight of glory that is far beyond all comparison. Why? Because we do not focus our attention on the scene. We focus our attention on the unseen. The scene is temporary. It is subject to change, but the unseen is eternal. And so I got stuck on verse 13 for weeks, right? You know, first I believed, then I spoke. We also believed, then we speak. And I taught on the power of your words for weeks. And I told you I was excited about getting to verse 16. And I got to verse 16 yesterday. Verse 16 says, so no wonder we don't give up. <laughs> for even though our outward man or outer person is gradually wearing out, we have an inner man that's being renewed every single day. So let me set the stage and then we'll get into it for this morning. So um, as I keep meditating on this verse, and, and I love the words, so no wonder we don't give up. It's like Paul is writing all this stuff. 
and he's talking about, you know, everything that we have to go through. And then he goes, so no wonder we don't give up. He's Paul is explaining that we as born again believers, we can have trouble on every side. Right. Uh, many are the afflictions of the righteous. The Bible says, but the Lord delivers them out of uh, delivers us out of them all. Uh, here, Paul is saying, listen, if you understand verse seven, where you have the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, God put his treasure inside of us. That's verse seven. And, and you have the Holy Spirit down inside of you then you can actually have trouble on every side. And even when you have trouble on every side, you're not, you're not uh, moved by it. You're not troubled uh, by your trouble. You can have trouble and then not be troubled by your trouble. You can, you can have trouble on every side, but you're not moved. You're not phased. You, you, you can actually be at the point where you have trouble on every side and you are unbothered by all of this. Uh, one second here. I mean, that's where you want to be. You want to be at the point where you are unbothered, where you are unmoved, where you are unfazed by anything that you face. And that is possible. How is it possible? It is possible through the power of the Holy Spirit. And so that's verse seven. So he says, I'm just laying the foundation. We have trouble on every side, but we're not forsaken. We, we have people that come up against us, but we know that God is with us. And when you understand all of that, then the text says quitting is not an option. So we face opposition. We face setbacks, we face challenges, we face obstacles, and we experience disappointment. As a believer, you got to have the resiliency to get through all of that. How do we have that resiliency? It's the power of the Holy Spirit. You, through the power of the Holy Spirit, it's not that you're not going to have disappointment. It's not, it's not that you're not going to face challenges or obstacles. It's not that everything is going to be easy, but, but you can still endure. You can withstand and overcome everything. And anything that comes your way in, watch this, and you can do it with a smile on your face, with a spring in your step, with a song in your heart, with a praise on your lips. You can go through a global pandemic. You can go through a, a global economic downturn and not be moved or faced by it. You can be unbothered by all of it. Why? Because you are focusing your attention not on the scene, but the unseen. You have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is revealing to you like another reality. And it's like you're living off of a different reality. That's how Jesus lived. The power of the Holy Spirit is on us and in us and with us and for us. And God's Spirit empowers us or enables us to do what we could never do without him. That is called grace. The reason why I talk about the grace life so much is because when you embrace the grace of God, it is God's super on your natural. You're able to do what you could never do without him. One aspect of grace that, you know, of course, most people talk about, one aspect of grace is the unmerited favor of God. One aspect of God's grace is when God gives you what you do not deserve, right? I thank God for grace and mercy. Mercy is God not giving me what I do deserve, the bad that I do deserve. He does it. He withholds the punishment. That's mercy. Grace is when God gives me the good that I do not deserve. That is unmerited favor. I thank God for that. But there's another aspect of God's grace, and that is God's empowering presence. So, so when God empowers me, it is God super on my natural. God empowers me to do what I could never do without him. That is the grace of God. That's why I have grace life everywhere. It's the grace life. I'm living the grace life. It is God on me and in me and with me and for me. It is the father who's living in me, John 14 and 10. He gives me the words and he performs the work. So when you fully embrace the grace of God, look at me. If you ever get to the point where you're like, you know what? I'm tired of doing life on my own. I'm tired of relying on the arm of the flesh. I'm not going to have to earn everything by the sweat of my brow. I'm not living as a mere human anymore. I'm going to be led by the Holy Spirit. And Father, whatever you tell me to do, I'll do. Wherever you lead me to go, I'll go. Whatever you want me to, you know, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm down for whatever. 
When you start living that life, it would be it's, it's the grace life and it's an amazing life. You'll be able to accomplish much more than you ever imagined because it won't be you doing it. It will be the father living in you. He's giving you the words. He's performing the work. He's opening doors for you that no man can close. He's closing doors for you that no man can open. He's raising up people to use their power, their ability, their influence, and their money to help you in ways that you cannot help yourself. Why? Because, because it's the grace of God. It, is, it, it, it will be a life that is far beyond your wildest dreams. You will leave a legacy of righteousness for your children and your children's children. You will impact generations to come because it's not you doing it. It's the Holy Spirit living through you. Say amen to that. So what does this mean for you today? I have three things to share with you on today as I'm just laying the foundation still for verse 16. Let me give you these three things and then we'll close. Number one, you have to understand your composition. And I've explained this to you before, but it's worth repeating. And so you got to understand your composition, your makeup. Um, So God is a tripartite being. God is spirit, soul, and body. I mean, God is father, son, spirit. You are a tripartite being like God. So God is father, son, spirit. You are spirit, soul, body. So there's three aspects of you, just like there's three aspects of God, right? The real you is a spirit. Now, the real you who's a spirit possesses a soul, and your soul is your mind, your emotions, and your will, and your spirit and your soul live in this body for right now. So the real you is a spirit. Excuse me. The real you is a spirit. The real you who is a spirit is going to live forever in one or two places, right? That's it. It's going to live forever in one or two places. One day your spirit is going to walk out of this body. Just like if I put on a jacket, the jacket takes on my form, looks like me because I'm in it. But when I take off the jacket, if I let go of the jacket, the jacket falls to the ground. The real me is still here and I walk out of the jacket, the jacket falls to the ground. The real you is a spirit. One day you're going to walk out of this body. And if you're standing up at that point, the body's going to fall to the ground, right? You're just going to walk out. Now you'll still be alive. It's just that this body is no longer alive. So you'll walk out of the body, right? So the real you is a spirit. You live in this body for right now and you possess a soul. Your soul is your mind, your emotions, your will, your mind, the way you think, your emotions, the way you feel, your will, the way you make decisions. All of that is in your soul. And uh, and then the real you is a spirit. And if you're born again, then your spirit is a recreated spirit. The Bible says that God's spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. So our spirit is a recreated spirit. It's born again once we're born again. And God has made it new. And so I have a recreated spirit in Christ Jesus. My recreated spirit has a soul, mind, emotions, and will that, that I actually have to change. And then I, I live in a body. So my spirit was changed. My soul is being changed. And my body will be changed. My spirit was changed instantly. My soul is being changed progressively. And my body will be changed eventually. So one glad morning when this world is over, I'll get another body, right? And so, so I'm just laying the foundation. Number two, your outer man, this body, is gradually wearing out. That's what the text says. So once you understand that, that my, the real me is a spirit, and my, the real me who's a spirit is born again, and the real me who's a spirit who's born again has a soul, and my spirit and soul live in this body for right now, I understand that this body is my connection to the earth domain. My, this body is how I communicate with this world. And I communicate with this world or this realm through my five physical senses. My spirit, who's the real me, communicates with God's world or God's realm through the Holy Spirit. So I'm getting input from the Holy Spirit. I'm getting input from my five physical senses. And so now that I'm born again, I am spiritual, but I'm also getting carnal or earthly input. 
right? So my body is my connection to this planet. My body came from this planet and one day is going to return to this planet, right? So, so as one day I'm going to get a new body, a glorified body. I don't want to go too deep into that, but if you want to go read the book of Revelations and read Revelations chapter 21, there'll be a new earth, there'll be a new Jerusalem. And at that point you'll get a new body. So I'll have a glorified body so I can live forever on the new earth, you know, and forever be with the Lord. But for right now, I have this body and this body is gradually wearing out. And this body, one day, it came from the earth and one day is going to return to the earth. Right. So I can maintain this body and I should. So diet and exercise are important. You should maintain your body. But the text says at the end of the day, this body is gradually wearing out and some days it's going to stop functioning, whether it fails you or you walk out of it before it fails you. At the end of the day, this body one day will stop functioning, right? I'm laying all this out because this is all important in building my case. So while you can renew your youth, yeah, God can renew your youth like the eagles. God can give you physical strength. We should pray for health. We should pray for healing. At the end of the day, there's an aging process that just continues. There's an aging process that is going on every single day. And so we have an outer man that is headed in one direction, and that's not a good direction. But then we have an inner man that can be headed in a different direction. And so, so we have an outer man that's, that's gradually wearing out. And the text says we have an inner man that's being renewed every single day. Oh, and when we understand that, that's how we can live the way that we live. That's how we can live empowered to prosper in everything that we do. So let me get to number three. So number three says, oh, what, what I'm sharing with you is while your outer man is gradually wearing out, you have an inner man that can be re renewed every single day. So I really want to deal with this last point tomorrow and maybe over the next few days. Uh, but uh, I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm laying the foundation for today. So I'm going to just share a few things with you on this morning and then we'll close. So we were born as mere humans, you and I, right? Because of Adam, you know, Adam was naturally supernatural, but then he sinned. And when he sinned, God said, hey, the day that you eat thereof, you should surely die. And the day he ate, he died. And you can say, well, wait a minute, Rick. He didn't die. Oh, yeah, he died. He died spiritually. He didn't die physically. He lived on to be 900 plus years in the physical. But in the spirit, he died the moment he ate of the fruit. So the moment he ate, the Bible says that his eyes were open. Her eyes were open. They realized that they were naked. And at that point, they were mere humans. Prior to that, they were naturally supernatural. They were living in the Holy Ghost. They were living led by the Holy Spirit. As soon as he ate, boom, now they're natural. And they, they are natural to this world. And so now every human born after, you know, after the, the because of Adam and Eve, every human born is born without the Holy Spirit. And that's why we have to be born again. But once we're born again, our God's super is placed inside of our natural. And this is how we're supposed to live. The supernatural is supposed to be natural to us. And the reason why I put so much emphasis on the Holy Spirit, and I keep driving home the Holy Spirit, I keep driving home the Holy Spirit and the importance of the Holy Spirit is because the supernatural is supposed to be natural to us. The Holy Spirit is our key to success in life. Once we are filled with the Holy Spirit, the you know, once you're born again, in that moment, you're filled with the Holy Spirit. But then here's the key, and this is something I'm going to be talking about for the next few days. You can continually be filled. You can be refilled and then refilled and then refilled. As you spend time with the Holy Spirit, you can be restored and renewed and revived. And so while our outer man is gradually wearing out, we have an inner man that can be renewed every single day. 
You can find strength and peace and motivation and joy. You can tap into God's power. How? By simply spending time with the Holy Spirit. You can re- God can renew you on the inside in a way that far exceeds anything that you could ever receive from this world. So while people in this world are chasing a high, right? You know, they chase a high. And I told you before, people try to fill that void with sex, drugs, alcohol, money, women, all fame, power, all kind of stuff. But they get a high from those things. But there's no high like the Holy Ghost high. When, when, you, when you get a high from the Holy Spirit, it's a supernatural thing. When you get a true taste of the Holy Spirit and you can watch this. Here's the good news. You can run back to him every day of your life. You can run back to him several times throughout the day. You can tap into the power of the Holy Spirit all the time. Your inner man can be renewed every single day. You have an outer man and you have an inner man. And I'm laying the foundation. I'm going to keep teaching on this tomorrow. So, so let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Speak this over your life. Say, Father, this is a season of leveling up for me. I level up by embracing the power of the Holy Spirit. I am a spirit. The real me will live forever. But the real me lives in this body for right now. I do maintain this body. And I thank you, Father, for renewing my strength. I thank you, Father, for renewing my youth. But I do know that this body is gradually wearing out. However, at the same time, my inner man can be renewed every single day. So I spend time with the Holy Spirit. And as I do, I tap into supernatural strength, immeasurable power, everlasting joy, and unshakable peace. I do this every day. I do this all day. And this is how I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, please go to todaysword.org and, and get my notes. There's a big red subscribe button. Put in, Click on that. Put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I know today I wasn't hooping and hollering. I, I'm trying to teach this. I'm laying the foundation. This is really important for you to understand. You have an outer man. You have an inner man. Your outer man is gradually wearing out. Your inner man can be renewed every single day. So listen, do me a favor. Go into the chat and leave me some comments in the chat because I, I go back and I read those and then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you and God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.